Alex, it's Friday, February 18th, 2022. Coming up on the program today, milking dildos down your sphincter. Plus, one woman is convinced her six-month-old baby is gay. Treating your urethra like a marionette puppet. And the smooth, bold flavor of elephant shit gin. All this with your voicemails today. Property management, this is Trina. Hey, Trina, I'm a tenant here at the apartments. Okay. Uh, I just have a small issue. Okay. Yeah, you know, uh, the issue? when you finish the roll of toilet paper, you just you flush the, the cardboard tube down the toilet. I accidentally left the, the little bar thing, you know, the little piece of metal that, that uh, goes inside that cardboard. You don't flush the... You don't flush cardboard. Oh, yeah, we do. We always flush the cardboard, too. But this time, uh, I just... No, you're not ever supposed to flush cardboard down the toilet. Bullshit. It's it's a roll of toilet paper. It goes in the toilet. You're not supposed to flush cardboard down the toilet. It's the cardboard from the toilet paper tube. I don't care. Whoa. You're not supposed to flush that down the toilet. Ma'am, you're, you're, for, you're missing the point. I, I flushed the little the piece of metal. You know, that comes apart. Okay. There's, there's a spring inside. That's in the toilet now. Yes. Yeah, I flushed it. Okay, well, I will I will send the plumber out, but it will be your bill. No, bullshit it will. No, I, I was just, it was a yes, hon- it will be your bill. honest mistake. Maybe that it will sh- be your bill. That shouldn't get stuck in there so, so easily. Well, pro, which unit are you in? Well, that, now I don't want to tell you because I don't want to get charged. Well, you will get charged. It doesn't matter. Well, maybe I'll just you try. Get I'll just keep trying to flush it. Maybe it'll go down eventually. But where do I get one of these little metal things with the spring in it? What do I do about that? Do they sell those at Walmart or something? I, I not by itself. No. Uh, are they expensive? Maybe I could just make one out of wood. I, I wouldn't think so. No, but but again, this is not good. So, what unit are you in? Yeah, but what do you know? You don't think we're even supposed to flush the cardboard tube. Because the- I know. Oh, what do you know, actually? Because you can't flush that. Yes, you. I flush it Any all. Any plumber of- would tell you that you can't. My entire life, I flushed, plumber. I flushed the cardboard tube down the toilet. It's never been an well, issue. Well, your entire life, you've been wrong. Well, nothing bad happens, so because, you're wrong. Well... Well, except, no, except I'm today. Today is Tim. You're Tim Henson, right? How'd so, you How'd you know that? Because it's on my phone. Well, so they, I'm going to be sending the plumber, and it will be your bill. And that's the end of the conversation. Ma'am. Ma'am. It's the Distorted View Show with Tim Henson. Mrs. Butterworth is twice as thick, and it's made with horse urine. Crystal meth loosens up your butthole. And I love the aftertaste of semen in my mouth. Christian now fears his flatulence. At least I'm not going to die because I'm a careless fairy. I am not paying for that plumber. Brad Carter is once again ruining my life and besmirching my name. Hold on a second. Got to check, make sure besmirch is a real word and I used it properly. Besmirch. Damage the reputation of someone. That's exactly what Brad Carter is doing. In addition to identity theft and fraud... And while I don't necessarily have any hard evidence, if I were the authorities, I would take a deep look into his laptop hard drives. You're telling me that someone that sounds like this? After you left, I thought your bed sheets smelled nice, so I took them home with me. Doesn't have some questionable pornography on his computer. Look, I'm just playing the odds here. 
I bet if you look, you'll find something. Fuck no. you. You took my fucking bed sheets home. Yeah, but then when I brought them back, they're like, there's, good. there's pee all over these. And then they said that the person who they belong to had to Where pay the fuck for them. are you? You took my bed sheets home because they Just... smelled good? <laughs> oh, that Brad Carter. He's always monkeying around. So Brad clued me in that he was going to be using my name for some uh, prank calls a while back. And it looks like those shows have been posted. And uh, he's also clipping some stuff out and posting them on YouTube. After I listened to the toilet paper cardboard call, I was just sort of clicking around, listening to some other prank calls from Brad. And I love the ones where he calls up homeowners, pretends to be from the city. And he says that he <laughs> they found... Like they've in the engineering room or something behind a filing cabinet, they found a treasure map and the city's going to come and start digging holes in their yard because they think that's where the treasure is buried. Oh, no. Um, uh, but we're no, not be, going to be hunting for no treasure on my no, property. It'll, it'll be, we'll be you finished go. by tomorrow. We'll be finished by tomorrow. <laughs> I don't care when you'll be finished. Yeah, but I'm talking about digging up my yard and making a mess in my yard. No, we'll clean up the and mess. I, we ain't gonna be hunting no treasure. We're, oh no, you don't have. You're not gonna hunt treasure. We're not sharing it with you. We're gonna be hunting the treasure. <laughs> it's just gonna be in your uh, yard. You ain't gonna be digging no hole in my yard, sir. No, it's gonna be multiple holes. I mean, unless we... you're not gonna be digging not the first one nor multiple. Yes, a lot of tom fuckery. You can follow Brad Carter at phonelosers.org or snowplowshow.com. I will provide a link on the show notes today to uh, his YouTube channel where you can listen to some more pranks. Thanks once again for dragging me into your sick little world, Brad. All right. Oh, by the way, hi, my name is Tim Henson. This is the Distorted View Show. Thank you so much for joining us as we end this shitty, shitty week with the Friday program. The freaks uh, and me really still mourning the loss of uh, Love Lady Cat Lady. If you want to check out our Discord, there is an uh, an entire channel called uh, Cat Lady Memorial where people are chatting and sharing memories of Love Lady Cat Lady. I just um, violated Love Lady Cat Lady's trust by uh, posting screenshots of direct messages, private conversations we were having. What is she going to do about it now, huh? Come at me. No, I honestly don't think she would mind that I shared stuff like <laughs> she, she would message me with things like fun fact about me. I can rip and tear my hemorrhoids and then sit down just fine. Actually, she abbreviated hemorrhoids uh, as hemis. I can rip and tear my hemis and sit fine. Other random messages that I would receive at, you know, like 10 in the morning. I get a little notification from Love Lady Cat Lady. With uh, the message, my enema failed, but holy cow, did I get some amazing fart audio for you. And then she would send some fart audio. She was a good girl. Rather than uh, continually making these shows downers, the plan is to do a little Cat Lady Memorial show. I don't know how or what is going to happen. Uh, I was planning on this weekend. We'll see what happens. I wanted to find clips from Love Lady Cat Lady over the years. Uh, Some listeners want to call in and say some stuff. Again, it's not really a standard episode of DV, kind of depressing, really. Uh, So instead of posting it like during the week as a normal episode, we do it on the weekend as a special. You want to listen to that. But um, I'm going to start working on that and I'll keep you posted on when and where to listen. And if you guys want to participate, so be on the lookout for all of that. I do have a bunch of great stuff for you today. 
that TLC just keeps producing hit after hit. As a matter of fact, I was recording the show yesterday when Lord Douche was like, you gotta come in here. And, and I, I ran to the bathroom or not the bathroom. <laughs> Check out this turd. It's a whopper. I am impressed with large bowel movements. You know that. This time, Lord Douche was not yelling for me in the bathroom. Uh, it was the bedroom where he's watching TV. He typically doesn't watch TLC. He finds that type of programming distasteful and trashy. I have no idea why we're together. But anyway, he was like, you got to see this. It was a new TV show called Stuck. I mean, the title pretty much tells you all you need to know. Yeah, the show... This is great. The whole thing is about people who get things stuck inside of them. That's kind of the premise for Distorted View Daily, right? That's like 90% of what we talk about. Thinking about suing. Anyway, right out of the gate, the first episode delivers. It gives us exactly what we're coming for. Let me start with the intro. There's just doctors talking about stuff they've pulled out of people. Okay. Light bulbs, beer bottles, sports equipment, animals. The arm of like a little doll. Obviously, all of those items were stuck in assholes or pussies, right? How else are you going to get a light bulb inside of you? The show itself also features other types of things getting stuck, like, you know, people stepping on sharp shards of wood that go right through their foot, bugs stuck in their ears. There are a lot of ways you can get things stuck inside of you. Even Christmas ornaments, and it just gets worse from there. Again, that shit's going right up the contour ass. The episode opens up with, like, a guy who got a piece of onion stuck in his ear. I guess it was like a home remedy or something. Didn't quite work out for him. About nine minutes into the hour-long show, though, we're introduced to Brittany. My name is Brittany. I am 28 years old, and I live in Odenville, Alabama. Brittany, what did you do? We're in cow country. Yeah, there's a reason you're on this program. Enough with the small talk. I'm not into cows. I'm more of a dog person. I can't. Oh, no. This show's about to get real weird real quick. I let my dog fuck me and he got his nuts stuck inside of me. Oh, we've heard that before on the show. I put them on a leash or anything. They can't be trained at all. Wah, wah. I was definitely like three years single. And so I was, I had become like addicted to masturbation. Wow. Brittany is just willing to go there. She's an open book. Also an open cunt, apparently. You know, something's getting stuck inside there. Now, there was that uh, TLC show many years ago called something like, you know, Tales from the ER, and it would feature real stories, but actors, you know, reenacted the scenes and it sucked. This is different. These are the real people who got real things stuck inside of them. And for some reason, they're just willing to talk about it. I ordered like a vibrator, like a bumpy butt stick. Now, I'm not sure if this is the same product, and I'm not really sure if this is a good advertisement for the product, but if you go to adamandeve.com, they've got something called the Bump Rechargeable Anal Vibe. Use promo code FREAK at 50% off. Free shipping, a bunch of free gifts. There's like a 90% chance you're not going to get this thing stuck inside of you. Actually, I don't think this is the same product because I I'm looking at the pictures here on Adam and Eve, and it's got like this flared out base. You'd really have to try hard to get this lost inside of you. 
Let's see what this dumb bra did. It was like blue and it had like three balls and a little bitty vibrator on it. And I was so excited. As soon as I got it in the mail, I was like, oh, I'm done. I'm going. I'm going to take a bath. And I, was- I got to be honest with you. Uh, they're showing what this thing looked like. First of all, it's not the product from Adam and Eve. However, it's really long. It's got balls on it. It's really weirdly shaped. It's like something from baddragon.com. And I was so excited. As soon as I got it in the mail, I was like, oh, I'm done. I'm going. I'm going to take a bath. And I was just going to relax. But no. She relaxed a little too much. Too much. Oh, too much excitement. And then you just don't have that many hands and you're by yourself. So it just happens. Lady, how many fucking hands do you need to masturbate? This is a real whore. Two hands, three parts. Something had to be let go of. I thought that was going to stay. It didn't stay in the vibrator part on it. Made it like a tunnel. Made it go death. So what she's saying is she had this thing inside of her and the vibrator was vibrating and working its way up inside of her like a choo-choo train. It was chugging right along into the tunnel. The dark, dank, stinky tunnel of love. So I panicked for like 20 minutes in there and I could feel it vibrating in my back. I never would have thought my butt was like a vacuum. What normal person thinks, like I thought there was like a wall or something, you know, to keep things from that, like, I don't know. Yeah, like a sliding door. Definitely is not a wall. So be shut. All right, well, let's meet the doctor who's going to yank this thing out. So it sounds like this young lady lost a farm body in her rectum. Yes, it's, it sounds like that. My name is George Crawford. I am a board-certified general surgeon. I practice in Anniston, Alabama. We got a lot of dumb people down here. I keep busy. Business is booming. So this lady is in the hospital now, and the doctor is going to talk to her and uh, really see what's going on. Hi. Hey, George Crawford, how are you doing? This is not what I planned for the day. Realistically, if you think about it, the rectum is designed to keep poop off the floor. Never really thought of it like that. There's a reason you don't see a lot of poop on the floor, and that's because your ass keeps the turds inside of you. I mean, he's not wrong. Just a weird way of saying that. Also, the butt does so much more. Realistically, if you think about it, the rectum is designed to keep poop off the floor. So if you put something far enough up, it will go suck it right up. And if you don't have a string on it or something to be able to get it, it can get pretty high. It's an anal vortex. And you end up in the emergency room looking at me. There are two ways to take it out. One is to make a big incision in your belly, kind of open it up and milk it down that way. We're going to try to not do that. So there are two muscles. One is milk it down. The internal sphincter and one is the external sphincter. The external sphincter is the one that you kind of It's sphincter, isn't it? Not sphincter? This doctor's calling it sphincter. Is he qualified to be around that area? Is he licensed? I would like to see a diploma. Take it out. One or is to make a big incision in your belly, kind of open it up and milk it down that way. And don't say milk it down. What we're going to do this time is we're actually going to go in the same way that you put it in with a couple of long instruments, kind of blow your colon up and then pull it out. Again, poor choice of words. That kind of talk scares the patient. We're going to blow your colon up. And then we're going to milk that vibrator. Squeeze it right out of your sphincter. Milky. Milky. Quick list of the things that I pulled out of a rectum. Bunch of dildos, shampoo bottles, beer bottle one time, um, one of those little small change purses that you squeeze. I did. I'm sorry, a change purse? Pull a crack pipe out of a lady's butt one time. Yeah, yeah, a crack pipe, I understand. But a change purse? Typically, you, you know, people shove things that are like long, dick-like, beer bottle, crack pipe. 
Not sure what a change purse is going to do for you. Because he just needed somewhere to put it. Got arrested for smoking. Pants didn't have pockets. Smoking drugs. And she put the crack pipe in her butt to hide it from the cops. You can see that slurping sound is uh, inside this woman's anus. He's looking for the uh, the vibrator and he found it. The vibrator and it's actually in there pretty deep. Yes, it's so deep. As a matter of fact, the doctor is now concerned there may have been some puncturing. If you stick something in your rectum, it actually goes through the rectal wall. If that's the case, you actually have a hole in your rectum and poop or whatever is leaking into your abdomen. And it just gets worse from there. Talk about having a bad day. Poop is seeping through my anal walls. What could be worse than that? Maybe poop on the face. You've got poop on your face. Poop on your face. Honestly, sticking a burger in your butt makes more sense than a change purse. I can see why she lost her grip. This thing looks like it's silicone and the ring is pretty slippery. Well, doctor, it is coated in butt sludge. Surgery went fantastic. We were able to pull it out through her rectum. The inside of her rectum looks great, so there's no holes, no tears, no bleeding. Did you hear that? The doctor likes your rectum. Looks good. Honey, you might get a date out of this. So I don't think she'll have any residual problems with this, and I think she'll be able to go party another day without any problems. Yes, well, we end this segment with a few last words from the woman who got the vibrator stuck in her butt. I still have fun, but if you don't have insurance and you're not prepared for something like that, the financial burden is ridiculous. Because, I mean, who has $15,000 laying around to pay it off? Like, I would have never thought in a million years an orgasm was going to lead to a surgery. Like, it breaks my credit score now. (laughs) That's not okay. Yes, anally pleasuring herself caused her credit score to go down. Now tell me something isn't wrong with the entire system here. Come on, America, get your shit together. Well, there's just a little bit from the first episode of Stuck, airing now on uh, TLC here in America. Moving on now. I believe I have a new TikTok here for you. She gets on with her baby to tell the world that this, like, six-month-old is gay. Oh, she really wants a gayby. Let's see what she has to say here. How do you know your baby's gay? My baby is gay. Yeah, this is him. He's gay. I called up my dad and I said, hey, guess what? Your grandson, gay. Oh, I'm sure he was ecstatic over the news. My God, that baby doesn't even have teeth yet. Some gay guys like it that way. I mean, did the baby do something that was homosexual-like? Gay, gay, gay. My dad says you can't just say that your baby is gay before he gets a chance to tell us he's gay. And I go, whoa, 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 whoa. Straight people do it all the time. Little baby boy is born. Oh, he's going to be a heartbreaker. Well, he can, gays can be heartbreakers, too. Little ba- I mean, you get what she's saying, though. People talk about babies in a very, like, straight way. Like, oh, when he grows up, he's going to have a lot of girlfriends. Girls are going to go crazy for him because he's so cute. You baby know? girl is born. Oh, you better lock her up when she turns 16. Clearly, people want their children to be straight. I mean, ideally, yes. One less thing parents have to worry about. You know, their kids being gay bashed. Maybe that's why. But also, you know, like 90% of the population is straight. Sometimes when you say stuff, you're just playing the odds because it's like the standard. Chances are overwhelmingly that this baby will be straight. 
Also, right now, the baby doesn't understand what the hell you're saying. Doesn't know the difference between straight, gay, cock, and pussy. When he gets older, you can ask him. Um, my son is gay. Gay. Very gay. Very gay. Gay. Straight people, do you see? You sound ridiculous when you call babies heartbreakers and say that little baby girls need to be locked up. Stop doing this. It's also just creepy. So stop sexualizing babies. Hi, Galileo 2333. Oh, get out of here, Galileo. Should have known he was going to show up. I love how she's like, uh, stop sexualizing babies. It's creepy. Now, excuse me while I tend to my big, fat, homosexual child. He is a shitting, sleeping, eating, cock-loving machine. Moving on, the other day on the podcast, I was playing an altercation between a resident of Canada versus uh, some of the uh, truckers in the trucker protest convoy. I've got another clip. Uh, This resident is uh, fed up with the honking. Like all the, the noise these trucks are making. And so anytime a trucker approaches this person and starts talking, he uh, bangs on a pot right next to their ear. <laughs> the trucker protester, a woman, does not like this. I know. Yeah. You want her to take your ass away from you, but you're going to put that in everybody's ear? Yeah. Please stop. Just with all your horns. Please stop. Please stop. Get away from me, man, or your hand must... Please stop. Well, then walk away, bitch, and stop honking your horn. You don't see what he's doing here? Oh, you're, you're not you him, or that'll be the last thing you will ever do, my friend. I promise you. Look, I don't know who's in the right here. You know, these trucker protesters have the the right to protest, but I know it like if it was happening outside of my house and it was super loud, it would drive me up the fucking wall. I would be one of the guys with the pots and the pans. In reality, this is just a counter protest and he's doing the same thing the truckers are doing, making lots of noise. Let him bang his pot. I think he does like freedom. The freedom to annoy the shit out of you. They eventually start walking away and the man banging on the pot follows them. So that's where it ends. Remember the other day I was reading that uh, news story about how all of the, uh, the chat channels... For the trucker convoy people have been infiltrated and audio of Ram Ranch has been playing. The news story that I read mentioned that a bunch of these people were singing O Canada, being all patriotic. And all of a sudden, of course, Ram Ranch uh, started playing. And I have a clip of that here, finally. Someone track that down. That Genko in the chat. True patriot love. Oh, Lord. With all our sons command. 18 naked cowboys in the showers at Ram Ranch. Pretty sure those aren't the lyrics to O Canada. Kind of improves the song, actually. Uh, real quick, before we get into the news, I know a lot has been happening in the DV universe. We have a lot on our plates right now. So excuse me for uh, not mentioning Mead recently. Now, uh, Mead hasn't really posted any new videos. I don't know how he's going to keep his three patrons over there on Patreon. He better fucking get to work. It's probably COVID related. He's got long COVID. Hopefully. By the way, (laughs) I can't tell you how many people commenting on level 80 cat lady's death saying stuff like, and Mead gets to live. 
This is some bullshit. Proof there isn't a god. Stuff like that. I did turn to Mead's favorite message board to see uh, what he's been up to. And, and sure enough, he's been posting stuff. And it's cuckoo crazy bananas. I'm going to read just uh, a couple here because we have to move on. Uh, Mead asks, have I changed a lot since I first came to the Apricity, which is the message board? People seem to like me better in 2018 to 2019. Then I slowly got on their nerves by the end of the 2020 season. Yeah, the more you started talking, the more people had to deal with your bullshit. Uh, I don't know if that's really me. No, it couldn't be. It's their problem. It's something with them. When I first came here, I was more myself. But lately I picked up on a Jezebel slash witchcraft spirit on here, which makes me anxious and bitter. What do you all think? This is a man who cannot take any responsibility for anything. It couldn't be me. It's got to be a Jezebel witchcraft spirit making people dislike me. There's only one reply. Incal says, not really. You post exactly the same threads you did when you joined. The only difference is that people already know you now. They got a taste of the flavor of mead and they don't like it. The other post that I thought was funny features a photograph of Mead wearing a cape, which drives me crazy. You know, I've, I've been wanting to get into capes. I think capes should make a comeback. Capes are cool. Not when Mead wears them, though. He writes, do I have slightly aristocratic features? Jesus. Uh, my dad's side was playing German and Lithuanian, not much notable, and some peasantry. But my mother's side was a Virginian nobility going back to the English and French monarchs. So Mead is uh, throwing this out there. D does he have slightly aristocratic features? Top reply, a simple no. No, period. And Mead, uh, I guess, took offense to that. And he's like, oh, you can tell I'm part aristocrat. And Cal again replies, I've said it before. You have slightly Home Depot looks. Roy says that Mead has uh, McDonald's features. I know the Hamburglar didn't wear a cape, but somehow in that picture with a cape, I don't know, the Mead does remind me of uh, Robble Robble. Someone else replied that Mead has Germanic turnip peasant looks. So there you go. As always, a thread started by Mead doesn't go exactly as he wanted. Uh, and with that, let's get into the crazy, bizarre twist and the fucked up news right now. If you enjoy Distorted View Daily, please consider signing up for the Sideshow. That is DV's member site where you gain full access to the entire archive of programs. More importantly, every week we do brand new exclusive shows that you can only hear on the Sideshow. Go to superfreaksideshow.com, sign up right now. Memberships are very inexpensive, only $6.99 a month, $66.99 a year. You're saving some money that way. When you sign up, you will gain access to a special RSS feed uh, that is password protected. It works with most podcasting apps. There's instructions up there at superfreaksideshow.com. Now, if you happen to use Apple Podcast or Spotify, you can now sign up for Sideshow content right in their app. This is great for people who don't want to uh, mess around with RSS feeds. You just sign up and pay right through the Apple Podcast app or the Spotify app. Boom. You get access to the exclusive shows. Also, slowly but surely working on adding uh, older shows into the archives there. Big main draw when you sign up through Apple Podcasts or Spotify is you get all of those exclusive shows and, of course, the free shows all in one feed. It's pretty cool. Check it out. 
thank you to all of my Sideshow members. You are the reason this show continues. There are other ways to support DV. We've got a Patreon account, uh, patreon.com slash distorted view. You can pledge as little as a dollar over there. If you pledge at least five, you get access to a special voicemail line where I will play your calls first. Check it out, patreon.com slash distorted view. Okay, three very quick stories now. First up, a 37-year-old Indonesian virgin who lived with his mother. God, I hope for this guy's sake, the newspaper did not release his name because this is not a flattering portrait so far. Yeah, 37-year-old virgin lived with his mom, shoved a two-meter-long nylon string into his penis, and then couldn't get it out on the next episode of Stuck. By the way, in case you're wondering, two meters is like 78 inches. He just kept shoving more and more string down his urethra. At any point, he could have grabbed that string and started pulling up, but no, he kept stuffing it down there until the end of the string was inside of him. What a fucking fool. Uh, Yes, this is a masturbation game gone wrong. According to the news article here, the patient uh, who doctors didn't identify, good move, went to a hospital and told medics he had suffered from abdominal pain for two hours. All because that string got all wadded up and it's tightening around your liver. I don't know how the human body works. Can you get to the liver through the dick hole? The man somehow escaped any permanent injury. He also complained of struggling to urinate and passing blood. At no point did he tell the doctors, though, that it was a bunch of string wadded up in his bladder. The weirdest thing. I've got some pain, piss and blood. Come on, help the doctor out. Just tell them what you did. It's going to come out eventually. He finally confessed to doctors that he inserted a piece of nylon string into his urethra while erect and watching porn. Detailing, see, now there's some information you don't need to give the doctors. You don't have to tell them exactly what you were doing. Detailing the man's incident in radiology case reports, medics who treated him wrote that uh, cases of urinary bladder insertion are relatively rare, but have been on the rise over the last few decades. God, Scott Taylor was a pioneer. He started all of this, shoving that finger down his dick hole. Uh, people usually insert objects such as hair clips. Ah, why, why sharp things? They should be nice and soft and padded if you're going to shove something down your dick hole. All right, whatever. Paper, paper clips. Uh, all right. Uh, usually they're hair clips, straws, matchsticks, and pencils into their urethra for sexual pleasure or due to psychiatric problems or drug abuse. Those who do it for sexual pleasure often delay seeking medical help and give inaccurate information to doctors due to embarrassment. This obviously increases the risk of complications such as recurrent urinary tract infections, bladder stones, and sepsis. The patient told doctors this was the first time, I swear, this is the first time I did it. Uh, he, he put something into his urethra. I don't believe that. You know, you, you don't shove 78 inches of string down your penis if this is your first time. He did say that he masturbated and watched porn daily. Again, information doctors don't need. They're really just focused on your on your urethra and what you did to that. I like stepmom porn. Does that help with your diagnosis? No. Doctors perform bladder irrigation, a procedure where a sterile fluid is flushed through a catheter. Uh, that didn't work. Then they performed a cystoscopy. Uh, that's where a camera's inserted into the bladder through a tube so doctors can see inside. Medics finally saw a big black bundle of nylon string, and they were finally able to remove it using long, thin tweezers. 
I wonder if they went down his dickhole with those tweezers. The patient probably would have liked it. To him, that's sex. He got laid at the hospital. The patient was kept in the hospital for a couple days so doctors could monitor him, but he fully recovered. A psychiatrist says that uh, this man has obsessive compulsive disorder and paraphilia. That is, uh, getting aroused by something regarded as unusual. You should take a look at my naked body. It's the height of paraphilia. All right, it comes after a separate report of a 30-year-old man in Michigan who shoved six kidney beans inside of his penis for sexual pleasure. I'm pretty sure we read about that here on the show. They ended up getting stuck as well. Medics were eventually able to remove the beans after stretching the man's urethra open. Let's call that the tip of the beanstalk. And I used surgical tools to scoop them out. If that news story made you a little queasy, if you happen to be a gin drinker, this next story might just do the same. One of the joys of artisanal gin making is apparently sniffing the fragrant botanicals, fruits and seeds used to make the aromatic spirit. I honestly don't even know what the hell's in gin. Apparently seeds and fruit and herbs. Oh yeah, and one more thing. Elephant shit. That's what you alcoholics are drinking. The hell is wrong with you? Yes, that's exactly what Les Ansley does foraging through the South African wilderness. He finds a prime specimen of elephant dung. He lifts it to his nose to inhale its complex aroma and then bags it to be made into high-end booze. It's called Jenkum. Launched in 2018, Inluvu Jin, I don't know, I-N-D-L-O-V-U, named after some African word for elephant, uh, has expanded into the United States. Lucky us. Canada, Germany, Switzerland, Japan, and Taiwan during the COVID-19 pandemic. Ainsley and his wife, Paula, now export 1,500 bottles a month. Do people know what they're drinking? Or is this like some sort of trade secret? Since the start of this year, two of South Africa's biggest retailers stock it. Oh, including Woolworths. Here's what happens. Elephants effectively do most of the work, finding the variety of herbs and fruit that give the gin its shitty taste, said Ainsley. I added the shitty part. This reminds me of uh, that coffee. What was it called? Like Kapu Kapuluak or something? I'm not good at pronouncing words. The idea was that uh, these uh, like cats, some, some sort of large cats, I don't know, panthers or something, uh, they would eat the coffee beans, shit them out, and that's what's brewed or something? This is the same deal, but with gin and elephants. The elephants, because they digest so little, they have a very quick gut in transit time, low gut bacteria, and very poor absorption. So they're perfect for extracting all the botanicals. They're very selective. They get to choose the best leaves and the best fruits and the best flowers and the best plants, as well as the gin staples such as juniper and citrus, the dried and washed botanicals from the elephant. Maybe wash them twice or three times. That's how I would advertise it. We run this shit through the dishwasher 97 times on that hot sterilized mode. Yeah, uh, as well as the gin staples such as juniper and citrus, the dried and washed botanicals from the elephants change with the season and climate, giving different flavors to different batches. The date and coordinates of the dung collection are given on the bottles produced, the distiller said. The couple gives 15% of all profits to an elephant orphanage, another reason it might appeal to consumers besides novelty. 
The question is, how does gin made from elephant shit taste? It's earthy, said a bartender. How the hell did I guess that was going to be what he said? It's always earthy. Whenever something is made out of shit, either food or a fragrance. What does that smell like? You know, that air freshener made out of giraffe crap. Mm, It's got some earthy notes. Always earthy. Yes, it's earthy, bartender Joanna Jones said, squeezing an orange into the gin to make a cocktail. That's what makes it different. Different is not always better. Thank you. All right. uh, Final story we have for you today. Three Nigerian asylum seekers were arrested in Dubai after arriving wearing traditional Arab women's dress and makeup. Is this all part of the upcoming RuPaul's Drag Race Dubai series? No. A video shared on TikTok shows the trio after their arrest with before and after shots showing how they looked in their disguises and after their disguise was removed. I'm looking at the picture, and you know what? They're very kind of convincing women. They honestly didn't have to put too much effort into it because, you know, Arab women are mostly covered up, but their eyes look very feminine. You could have fooled me. On the other hand, when the scarves and masks were taken off, holy shit, not convincing at all. And I should say this, they actually put more work into it than what it looked like because these are Nigerian men. They have very, very, very dark skin. They actually painted their face, right, lighter, but only like the top part of their face that was exposed. So you can see how dark their skin. I'm going to make this the chapter artwork. Take a look. It's like it's reverse blackface, basically. They totally got busted. According to South African news station Kaya 959, the uh, three men went to Dubai in hopes of making a better life for themselves. After hearing how the United Arab Emirates was a prosperous country with plenty of opportunities for entrepreneurs. UAE's legal system is notably strict, though, and the fact that the three men had impersonated Arab women may increase their penalty. They went there looking for a better life. They're going to end up tortured in prison. Womp womp. According to the federal decree law number 342021 in the UAE, a jail term and or penalty is imposed on individuals who impersonate or defame others. The offense carries a sentence of up to three years in jail. Ali Salman said, I was actually convinced in the first pick. Yeah, me too. Stanley added, is that a traditional Middle Eastern name? Stanley? Stanley added, I want the number of the makeup artist. Another man suggests that the three may have been wearing the disguises in the hopes of catfishing Arab men into dating them. A TikToker simply asked why the three didn't go for a full burqa, which would have offered more concealment than just the little headscarf they were going for. More than one commenter brought up Keenan Ivory Wayne's 2004 comedy White Chicks, oh yeah, in which two black FBI agents make themselves over as a pair of rich white socialites to foil a kidnapping plot. I've seen white chicks. I think uh, these three guys did a better job with their makeup than the art department (laughs) did on white chicks. All right, uh, there you go. That, my friends, is your distorted news for Friday. Let's do a couple voicemails and get the hell out of here. Love to hear from you, freaks. And there are many ways to contact this show. Show at distortedview.com. All over social media at distortedview on Twitter and Instagram. Facebook.com slash distortedviewshow. Listen, um, I'm holding back on playing voicemails about Love Lady Cat Lady because I thought maybe we would uh, play them all during the little tribute show we're planning. So if you called into the voicemail line, either 
the Patreon line or the regular voicemail line and you don't hear your message today about her, uh, there's a reason for that. I'm trying to skip around and uh, play non-Level Lady Cat Lady messages right now. Hey, Timmy Boo, it's Pirate Barbie, and I'm listening to a December show, and you were talking about the nurses' thread on Reddit. The tampon thing is surprisingly common. My uh, ex-husband... Um, the tampon thing I think she's referring to is where uh, ladies forget that they're that they have a tampon up there, and it just sort of stays up there and gets really gross. Had stinky. to do rounds and things like that when he was learning how to become a nurse and some fucking shit. I don't care. Don't know. Right. But anyway, um, he's like that. That was really common. And when he was an EMT, he had picked up a couple of women who had actually gone septic uh, because they had forgotten tampons. Wait, when you say he picked them up, it was like he picked them up for dates? Like he, he fished out their rancid, disgusting, stinky tampons and then was like, hey, you want to get something to eat after this? And he's like, the smell is like, holy shit. How do you not know oh. something has fucking died in your vagina? Right. Because um, <laughs> that smell doesn't just stay in that localized area. At some point, it starts to waft. He's like, it was so bad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm guessing he didn't go on a date with those girls. <laughs> but it's actually really common that women forget they have a tampon. I'll ask my sister if that ever happened to her. Is that a weird thing to ask your siblings? I'm sorry, but she's got a lot of period problems. And, you know, if it happened to anyone, it would be her. Hello, Timothy. This is my second time calling in. My name is Tringa on the Discord. Hello. I wanted to tell you about the lovely adventure, how I lost my virginity okay. back in high school. This is going to be quite an adventure. So this might run a little bit long. We'll apologize. So back in high school, 2006. Oh, God, the old days. I was dating a chick. Her name was, uh, let's call her Autumn. Yeah, Autumn was a great chick. She was completely obsessed with Elmo. El so after we... Wait, the Sesame Street character Elmo. Your high school girlfriend was... I'm calling bullshit on this story already. Got done with our prom night. We get back to her place. Her mom was suddenly gone for the evening. I was like, huh, oh, this is interesting. Anyway, so she goes walking into her room, and I'm sitting on the couch, and we were watching some TV show of some sort. I think it was something on HBO. But anyways, she comes walking out with a full homo costume for me to wear. I was like, oh, my God. All right. She's like, I want you to wear this while we have sex. So I was like, okay. And she's like, remember the voice we practiced? So I got to practice. No. Elmo. No. Elmo. This, is, this did not happen. There's no fucking way. He's a very good character of mine. As I'm sitting there going, oh, yeah, do you like that? Oh, yeah, do you want me to go bald? Oh. And she was. Was this all just an excuse to do your Elmo impression for me? You could have come up with a better story. She like. Oh, yes, Elmo, hit me harder. Yes, do it harder. Yeah, Elmo likes it. Oh, you want to go to Elmo's world? 
And she was like, yes, I want to go to Animal's World End. Okay. Yeah. All right. So that is how I lost my virginity. Anyways, sure. I don't know why I'm talking to you about this. I might be extremely high on edibles, but I hope you all enjoy the story. Please, listeners, call it and shame this man. I don't know what's worse. If he called into our voicemail line and made up this ridiculously dumb story, or if it actually happened to him. Either way, he should be very embarrassed. Good God. All right, let's do one more real short call, and uh, then we will call it a day. Hey, Timmy. Hello. Uh, me and my girlfriend are watching a show on TLC. It's new this year. It's called Stuck. Yes! Yeah, yeah. He just called into the voicemail line at 10 o'clock p.m. as I was recording the show. I was probably talking about Stuck while you called in. Yeah, it's about people that get things stuck in This the, guy knows what I like. Asshole. And <laughs> yeah. ears and various other places. Um, and this one girl got a eight-inch vibrator stuck in her ass. Mm-hmm. And she sure did. I guess we're just wondering if that has ever happened to you or Lord Douche. No. And if I so, don't play with toys like that. What the outcome was. I play with things that I could stick my dick in, like your mother. Those are the type of toys I like. Now, if Level 80 Cat Lady was listening, she would immediately go out and purchase me something ridiculous like a My Little Pony fuck doll with a hole already drilled into the cunt area. It's a real thing you can find, typically on Etsy. Not officially licensed MLP products. All right, uh, that is all the time we have on this edition of the program. Why don't you guys email me? Show at distortedview.com. Distortedview.com is our official website. Voicemail on for you at 206 that's 20666. Oh, God, is it? Oh, God. It's kind of blow your colon up and then pull it out. Spread the distortion. STD, tell all your friends about the show. Don't forget to rate us and review us wherever you can criticize podcasts. Guys, thank you so much for helping me get through this week of shows. I will see you back on Monday. Uh, until then, have a great weekend. Bye, everybody. This has been another excellent podcast from the Scribe Media Group. Learn more at scribe.net.